here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Morris, and you are listening to ET Radio. Welcome aboard, all you ground troops, spinning around smartly on the planet Earth, Gaia, Terra, where we call home, and we are internationally broadcasting from Gulf Breeze, Florida, with Vox Nest and Blog Talk Radio. And today, I have a guest of our Ace Folklife Society. He is actually, as of May 2021, the president as the man on the street who will be helping us with all of our artists, our authors, our musicians, and just people you meet every day on this time on the planet. And he is going to be helping us from Grand Rapids, Michigan, to New Orleans, Louisiana. And I'm going to let you know his story of origin today as artist, chef, former American, and I think he's still an American, But uh, he's well-known for doing around the world his audio and his video work uh, with me as a musician-singer with Broadcast Music Incorporated. I'm out of Nashville, and I'm also recording with New York because of my work as a singer-songwriter-producer. And I'm very much a talent scout, and I have really done a lot of shows and a lot of interviewing people. And Scott is one of these talented international people with art as a chef, like you've seen on Hell's Kitchen, as well as New Orleans cuisine, which I'm down here in the south along the Gulf. And he is actually uh, in transit, but right now we're going to meet Scott. So you're hearing a lot of uh, sound. So Scott uh, is with me on my line. I may have to get him to call back in, dude. Uh, but we'll see. Scott, are you alone right now, or are you with uh, other people? I got Todd right next to me, my uh, my buddy, my cooking buddy. My okay. Buddy. Okay. Does Todd uh, also work uh, with you in Grand Rapids uh, as a chef, or what does he do? 
he's been a, uh, 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 prep cook for years. He's, he's like a high end prep cook. He's, uh, he runs, he runs all the prep cooks underneath him and he's, he's done it for years and he's very skilled at it. Good. Well, talk to him if he wants to stick around. So Scott, tell us a little about yourself. We're going to get your story of origin and maybe we'll get Todd's because we don't know a lot of people in Grand Rapids. <laughs> we used to have a lot back eight years ago. A lot of artists, a lot of musicians up there, but I understand uh, that you are going to be traveling, but let's get your story of origin as you were born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Let me uh, let me see if I can find that. Uh, normally, we set our shows up with a little short bio for you, and uh, I had that pulled up, so let me read this, folks, to make it easier because... He may be a little shy about bragging about himself because he's a father and a musician internationally. He's been working with people all over Europe and Switzerland. He's actually been to the U.K. But Scott Philip Breen's an artist, chef, singer, software developer, and a renaissance man in the way we say in the 21st century. Scott was born and raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and he was born on Friday the 13th, September 13th, 1974. He was born to live and shine in artist's world, but he was uh, up to the latest trends uh, in today's reality. So we call him an artist, and he is the art futurist creating media for mixed reality, in quotes. That's a little tagline he uses. Now, we met only in May, but he has agreed to help us in the shift of the waves in this reality from 3D to 5D. You'll hear a lot of us in the... Uh, mystics, oracles, psychic sages, seers, shaman, but we're also being artists and musicians, use the uh, energy that we understand to move all of us as a global consciousness, a critical mass consciousness forward. Some of us do it straight. Some of us uh, do it because we just have a natural ability to go into other levels of being in our sleep, and we are called phase spacers, which I am one. Multidimensional. I am a precog and a psychic, but I've died, come back, died again. Now, Scott is actually a father of uh, at least six children and uh, many more possibly that we may talk about later at the last hour of the show. But he is designing all types of cuisine and fine dining. He's learned Grand Rapids and New Orleans, where he will be selling his art in the future because he's moving back down to New Orleans for his job as a contractor. Now, he loves history and researches ancient cultures. And even as a child, he was found out to do amazing things like a savant child. Uh, He did encryption code at eight, and he did a board game in 82, 1982. So he's in a talent contest and he became an Eagle Scout, and he performed on stage. By the time he was 16, he was singing and performing, and he was actually writing his own songs. Now, as I said, he has six children, works in digital marketing services with me on computers, and he's uh, using his artwork in what they call ARVR tutorials. He's actually got his own uh, well, we'll repeat it again at the end on YouTube, uh, and it's a long name, but uh, I did find it on what he gave me. Now, uh, in his artwork, he uses mixed mediums. He is presently 47 years old, still living to tell about his art and as a street artist in New Orleans, and he works 
part-time as a contractor in ARVR stage setup and all media production consulting. Now, the future is augmented reality, he's telling me, with the entire cyberspace culture, TV, movies, museums, Internet security, targeting imaging portal projects, and mixed reality. So he has right up my alley being an artist, singer, songwriter, so we have a lot in common. Not to mention, I dabble in all this as a developer running for my company, American Communications Online and ACO Association. So let me save this little intro because we had to swap to two different shows, and I you may not can see this right now, but we'll be more than happy to go back and put that in tonight's show so you can see it. And this later on will be on Spreaker and on YouTube, Spotify, we're on iHeart, just about any way that you can think of radio. So for all Scott Breen's friends in Grand Rapids, Michigan, including Todd, we welcome you to our show. So without further ado, Scott Breen. Scott, tell us all about yourself and your story of origin. I understand this is your first time doing your memoirs on a radio show. Is that correct? Uh, yes. I, I, I'm I, I'm just not a not a, a big interview guy, but I, I'm happy to be here and, and talk about what I'm doing. Um, it's a little bit different. I, I I do design differently for these mixed reality mediums. Uh, I mine is more art based. Uh, my coding is more of a visual coding. I don't do the zero ones that people normally do. I kind of um, I personally call it ethereal coding, and it's uh, it's kind of a uh, quantum encryption based on visual uh, uh, visual tricks. I use a lot of optics and I interject them into my videos, into my 3Ds, and they create a uh, self-animating quality. There are uh, a low-weight asset, which is really good for uh, the mixed reality formats that we have out right now, which is a requirement to make them function well. well I've seen some of your artwork and I was really impressed with what I saw. Uh, and I really don't understand it all, but uh, being an artist, I guess we all don't have to understand each other's mediums. Uh, right now, mine is TJ CT Radio, and I do branding and help entrepreneurs, and I'm a life coach. I help people get from point A to point B and hopefully keep on a timeline that's in this 3D reality while a lot of people are experiencing fourth and fifth dimensions. Now, I'm putting up my portal uh, that I use for uh, entertaining people. And we're going to talk about a lot of things, including energy. But first of all, let's get your story of origin. That's the way we always do that, to bring on our artists, musicians. And Ace Folk Life is art, culture, education here in the USA. But this is going to go out internationally and is, by the way, live. We have people all over the world listening to our show right now. So let's talk about you. People are always impressed with Americans, believe it or not, because they all want their art sold and I've got talked to people in other countries. I'm working with India. I've got about four companies over there I'm working with in digital marketing, digital services, and they all want to come to USA. So tell us, Scott, what was it like growing up in Grand Rapids, Michigan? Um, culturally for me, I mean, it's, Grand Rapids is a great place to raise a family. It's not, it's not the most culturally highbrow city. Um, kind of felt like a fish out of water my whole life the midwest is just uh, it's, it's where i grew up but i i just always kept pining away and 
and I like to learn. So I just felt no matter where you are, your limitations are only as great as you make them. And especially with the advent of the internet, I've learned so much more even being in a region where, it, where, where high culture is it's not as prevalent. And I don't know, I, I felt kind of like an outsider my whole life in Rapids, but I, I would say that, you know, it is, it's a, it's a good family community. It's, it's a safe community and, and it, it was a good place to grow up, but it's like, it's uh it's, not the place that I need to be doing what I need to do, and that's why we're going to New Orleans. Now, you were called an Eagle Scout. Can you tell me, how did you get into that? Because you were born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Were your parents and grandparents from there, or were they from the old country? Give us a little uh, history of origin. Well, my uh, my grandparents, are, everybody was from Grand Rapids. Uh, we were a Polish West Side uh, Catholic family. Uh, yeah, well, I just got lost in my head. Uh, it was just uh, my, I don't know, I don't know how to explain my family. Uh, well, your mother and father, I understood they were uh, scout leaders or something, because well, my yeah, father they were, was they were, legal well, scout it, leader. Well, my, my, dad, my dad was into scouting when he was young, and he almost got his legal, and that was kind of like why my parents were adamant about getting us in. Both my parents ended up being regional uh, scout leaders. My mom did the Cub Scout. I started as Bobcat and uh, worked my way all the way up through Eagle. I didn't do the Eagle Palms, which is an extension after Eagle, but I, I by the age of 16, I made it to Eagle. My my brother did Eagle, too. We uh, Our parents were pretty active in it. My dad was an assistant scout master when we got older, so it was that encouragement. I will say when I was 16, I wasn't too hip to finishing it. I, I got into like uh, a more avant-garde music, and... and uh, Things changed a bit. Uh, I was still a Boy Scout. In fact, my my the night I got my eagle, I went to a punk rock show <laughs> in my Boy Scout uniform. And <laughs> so, it, I'm kind of an anomaly in that way. Like I like counterculture, but I'm a, I'm I'm a very moral person, and I believe in human kindness and, and goodness. Yes. So you were raised uh, Catholic or non-denominational or both. I was raised Catholic, but we were uh, we weren't strict Catholic. I did my first communion. Um, I didn't. Uh, it, it, we we just weren't strict about it. My mother grew up grew up in going to Catholic school, and then she was left-handed, and it was the 1950s, and just there's there was a bad hangover for my mom. I was surprised that we were still in the Catholic Church. Uh, its policies, like uh, in the 80s, I remember the policies against homosexuals got stronger, and at that point my mom like left the church so she was still kind of a part of it but you know like we we go to eastern christmas eve at, at mass and other than that we weren't really that strict about it but uh in my adulthood i'm, I'm more of a pluralist i don't i don't believe that faith is bad as long as the intention's good well, does she recognize the LGBTQ? Uh, I think it's what individual A, it's A plus or something. I'm, I'm trying to, to keep up with all of that, but oh, my. LGBTQIA is what I'm supposed to say nowadays to help with all the colors they've added. But uh, are you liberal enough up there to? Oh yeah, uh, my my first mm-hmm. my first two sons are gay, and I'm I'm severely supportive of that. Um, I, I came from counterculture when I was younger, and uh, most kids that gravitate towards counterculture, it's because they feel a little odd outside of everything else. So it's just, it's a uh, it's not the same as being uh, being homosexual or being having a, a a different kind of sexual preference or gender preference. It's 
it's not the same because you're still wearing clothes. But in, in the core of it, if you choose to gravitate towards that, it is part of who you are. And it is a, uh, it's a social risk because at that point, well, not so much today, but I was in the 1980s and uh, you, you're going to, you're going to pay some flack if you choose to wear it on your arm at that point. And now, now it's not so much that way for any people. And I, I think that's good. I think it's, it's great that these younger generations of, have bringing that into their hearts because it's time for it to be over. You know, we we don't need that in this world. All right. So uh, LGBTQIA, it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and are questioning intersex and asexual and are ally. Now, how do you fit into that? Having two sons that are gay, are you an ally because you were straight and uh, married a, woman how how do we say that I, i'm asking for your help in my i suppose uh, i would say i'm an ally or a supporter i mean as far as myself personally it's just i have i guys have supporters i mean i have trans i have i have post transgender friends that i support i have gay friends that i support i mean i support anybody's choice to do what they want it's not just my children so but because of who they are it's just a personal extension of it and and it, you know and when i see things that aren't Right, and that means that I feel I feel the right to correct it because I have sons that I'm very proud of. Well, um, do you know anything about the human rights campaign on Twitter? Or uh, only since I was looking into research, uh, hrc.org, about you, uh, did I find this Alfonso David president and Steve Indian. It says purpose is LGBTQ rights. In Washington, D.C., their affiliations with the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, Human Rights Campaign PAC, a little different from the Eagle Scout you were, but since you're an ally, can you help us understand more, being that you come up with a little bohemian gypsy Mm -hmm. lifestyle that many kids in the minimalistic, well, let's start with you leaving country. You backpacked or you went over, I'm getting all these kids your age in their 40s now on my channel that have gone across the country. They're artists. They don't mind living in tents. And uh, that's just shaking my foundation because so many kids, I'm folks, I'm going to be 70 this year, which most of you know, uh, singer, songwriter, musician, uh, but at the same time, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm going back to work because of money I have to in America. So, Scott, with that said about me being very open, I think I have gender. Uh, I'm an ally, and my brother was gay, and uh, my uncle was gay. So I grew up around in a military family that was apologizing for uh, nothing because my brother was on Oprah Winfrey, and you know who that is. So we oh, apologized yeah. for nothing, and mother helped with the uh, – quilt uh, thing with uh, Billie Jean something tennis player, King, Billie Jean King. And so she was very involved in the politics of the LGBTQ uh, in Houston, Texas. But are you involved in any community? Are you just helping anybody you can? Give me an idea of your community service. To me, for community means helping anyone. So I don't I don't really have like a particular thing. I I'm the type of person where I just want people to feel okay to be themselves, and kind of what I'm working towards with this art and it's about self empowerment through encryption, 
protect your art, to protect your interests, to protect your own creativity, and to be to be your own your own company, to to run your own stuff, to be your own entrepreneur. Because uh, and it, and it doesn't what I the, the system that I've come up with doesn't just apply to art. It can be it can be used across any business. It's just that I apply it for art because that's what I do. It's it's more of a function process, but the reason I do it is because it's uh, the tools I use will basically empower uh, everyday people to learn how to use augmented reality by themselves without code. They'll learn how to animate. They'll learn how to make GIFs. I'm I'm, in, I'm working on a lot of tutorials that basically I can teach a child. Um, all of my children know how to animate, and several of them know how to make augmented realities. And they're all under the age of you know all those children were under the age of ten when they made those through my instruction. And I think it's just, it's a, it's a basic idea of, of uh, technology being presented by somebody who's not a normal technologist. I have the ability to uh, eh, just make it palatable for people and make it understandable because I say it in terms and words that aren't so technical that it frightens them. Well, how can we take our Ace Folk Life uh, logo that I did back for uh, street festivals and in the Ohio County, but the government knows I was working with the Smithsonian and, uh, you know, taking down people's voices and writing in the newspapers and uh, bringing it to radio. How can this all help uh, Ace Folk Life with you now being the official president, even though it's non-paying, as I'm sure people all want to be paid. We all want to be paid for our artwork, but with you stepping forward and accepting responsibility for this presidential, it's a very prestigious position because it holds the fact that we have done the mountains down below you, Appalachians. We got started down there in Kentucky. But how can you make this better going from Grand Rapids to New Orleans for the Ace Folk Life? You'll be on like a mission for art, culture, education, starving artists, and helping us fundraise to help the starving artists. How do you, for, can, do you have a vision that you could foresee oh, helping oh, yeah. all of us? Um, most definitely. And the biggest thing that I had wanted to do, and I was trying to get a uh, team together to pull it off this year, um, is to start a, uh, a real wild, a uh, real life worldwide, like media player through, uh, Augur augmented reality ground-based AR. And it would be a combination, which is, uh, you, uh, you copy and paste a link in your phone and it will, uh, it will project the AR through your phone as a viewfinder in front of you. I use a combination of uh, a GLB 3D, an MP4 window, and basically it's, it's a little virtual stage with a rock music video, which gives directs to, I mean, you can link a YouTube, you can link a regular video, it's up to you. Um, that's the ground base. I'm also doing a target imaging that will work through uh, this QR portal series that I'm working on and uh, I had a trouble with getting clients and what I did was I created a, a simple uh, these 3D GLB cuboids and they have quick response codes on them and I found that over the last 10 years I've I made a quick response code game years ago that most people don't know what QR codes are and they're basically they're quick response codes that go directly to one point on the internet directly meaning a sale or whatever whatever they're on those little Coke bottles. You'll see them, they're little barcodes, they're squares. Now, augmented reality is just a graduation of that and the fact that uh, when you're scanning with the phone for the QRs, you're recognizing those pixels and that opens that data. 
Whereas if you're working with augmented reality, you take an actual image, like a picture, the scanner will, will recognize that, but then the, uh, the data projects on top of the image, like a hologram, but it has to be seen through the viewfinder. Now there's, there's ways to apply. I mean, you can, or I mean, there's ways to view it. The two ways are the, 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 the glasses, the augmented reality glasses are way under development and I'm using phone apps, which is not the most prominent. A lot of like high-end programmers aren't too hip to it, but the thing is they're efficient, they're easy to use, and most of them are non-code. So if you're a designer, uh, you make videos, you make, you're, you're an architect, you make any kind of art design, you can apply it in these, and it's, it's pretty simple. You just, you just upload your data. And the, and the thing with augmented reality is the fact that it's, it's the type of medium that holds all of the mediums. So you're able to put, uh, you know, you have one experience and you've got a 3D in there, you can put links in there. You can put your telephone number in there. You can put uh, a video in there and uh, images, slideshows, all in the same experience. So when you open it up, you're able to go through it. So it's like a full-on virtual media play for all your, all your, all your media across the board. But the way that I have made it is that I have direct tab buttons that will be inside of the augmented reality that will put you to the links. My initial QR cubes, where the QRs are, those are where the tabs will eventually go. They're just replacing where the QRs direct and turning them into tabs. So if you're doing the work at $25 a logo for our, only for our artists, our creators and educators in our club, it's called the ACO Social Club. Mm-hmm. They, a lot of people don't have $25 to pay us. And I know you're the president, so you'll be able to make all the decisions for who gets the QR codes, but uh, how much are you going to charge each one of us for our own logos? Now you can use the ACE folk life logo. Here's but, the beauty of, but here's the beauty of how my system works. Okay. It doesn't, you don't pay anything. You don't need to. It's based off of digital networking. What I do is because it's very hard to secure an account from somebody. I go on art, I go online, and it, most people don't realize that online, and this is something that's happened in the NFT market, and this is something that I, I brought to everybody's attention because anybody can go online with a screen capture or a web capture and take your art. If it's not private, they can take that. And once that is, that is made, that is officially and legally a piece of art because it is collage art. And then you could take that art and make a composition out of it. And even if it has a logo in it, if you're not charging for it, it's just a piece of pop art. So I do that. I send it to a high-end brand. They, if they want to, if they, they choose, they want to be a part of it. I give them the cube for free. And then I have a download of a GIF capture and an MP4 capture a PNG for people to download. Now the QRs on there are direct to the products and the sales. Like the, I, what I do is I'll pick out four products that they're, that they're trying to push at that point. So then I send it to them and I say, hey, this is a gift. Would you like to participate in this? If they agree to that, now I have a, uh, it's a pre-metaverse. It's not built yet, but the cuboids, the point is they go into the metaverse. The metaverse will be sold and auctioned as a full sculpture once it's full. That will go, or the, the, the QR-like sculpture, and then that, that funding will go into the, into the metaverse to build it. That, that's the process I'm going through. And right now I do have a guy out in California, um, Steve Van Loon, and he's, he's uh, all ready to start setting up to be building the XR in the beginning of June. I actually have it built already. There's 15,000 spots in it. I did it in two days. I build really fast. I can build an XR in about five hours. 
Now, I've got the Ace Folklife original artwork for artists, creators, educators. It says art, culture, education on the bottom. But when I linked it to the ACO, it's two associations to save money. It's got a gold flag on the bottom. So will any? So you're telling me that any of the art that's on out there right now, like the radio show now, they can see my TJ T World, TJ Entertainment, my Ace Folk Life ACO, or even my Morris Publishing, Timely Matter Books, maybe. What? Oh, sorry. Sorry, my buddy. <laughs> Just in the background. Sorry. I'm sorry that he got distracted. Sorry. What was that? Oh, does he want to talk about the uh, brands with you? Is he understanding what this is no. about? No, 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 no. He, he's just on his way out the door. Where I, he, he's just conferring with me. Okay. But, uh, but as far as as far as the brands, the way that it works is, uh, it's just it's it's hard to explain. It's 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 a new kind of branding. Yeah, like what, like how I was talking about the screen, the screenshotting and the, and the screen captures. Because if you have to think about it, like found art, the idea of found art or clip art or pop art, say someone like Andy Warhol who painted the Campbell Soup cans, now that is a copyrighted logo, but because he did a rendition of it in an artistic format, he could not be sued. So it's kind of the same idea where I'm making clip art from people's, uh, people's websites. I'll go onto your site, I'll pick up your logo, I'll pick up a couple of your products, I'll put it on this cuboid and it's really neat looking. And what it is is to build a network inside of the QR um, sculpture that I have that's an entire universe. That's all built up. That's already built structurally to just drop the tabs in and create it as the next hour once it's done. Well, so what I'm give you the brands for our uh, artists, musicians, or when I go out and listen to a band, I'm taking videos for them to put on our channel on YouTube, and they want their brand on a uh, phone so they can connect it to their website. I don't know how to do that. So are you telling me you have the skills to take the uh, app on the cell phone, the brand, and connect it to their website? Is that what you're saying? That's what QRs do. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about symbiotic linking. It's basically direct linking so that you're not you're not surfing all over the web. web. You're you're, you're just going right to that one connection link, which is a part of what I'm doing is, is it's, it's, it's eco-friendly. And that's a big part of it is because you're, you're minimizing traffic on the internet. You're doing it to one specific point instead of you going to Google to do a search, to go to another engine, to go to another engine. So you're, you're using up five times the energy to get to one point. Whereas with you're using a QR, you're getting to that direct point. And AR does the same thing. So it's like, you're kind of, you're kind of crossing those points. So there's less traffic. It's, it's a straighter conduit. So we're offering uh, environmentally friendly digital networking. Is that what we're offering? <laughs> yes, because okay, it's what I'm. What I basically built was a blockchain market, but it functions. It functions different than a blockchain market in the aspect that mine is not really a market as much as a throughway. In my XR, I will not uh, govern it. And everybody will just own their individual real estate. And the reason that I built it was so that I could run my own individual art house out of it. And another well, you have that, to charge at least twenty-five dollars because that's what the going rate well, is. Well, well right, for right. all they the brands. Okay, well, this is how it goes. They they get cuboid, and that's kind of the ground in. Now that's to get them and to get their interest. 
Now, that's where the donation comes in because if they want to, it'll be added in the sculpture, but if they want future real estate in the XR, which still have physical example with the other sculpture in it, they buy that. So that's how the funding is. They're buying future virtual real estate within the metaverse that will that'll be built in June. All right. Now, this metaverse, I've got universe, multiverse, metaverse, xenoverse, omniverse, alphaverse, and omegaverse built in to the fan base inside our coding for this reality, this millennium, this ascension age awakening awareness. How does uh, all the fifth dimensional and our 5D artists, scientists, even our astronauts, Everyone that doesn't understand at my age, because we're building this now, but right. not everybody is interplanetary or understands universal thought. So let's go back to 3D to all the baby boomers that we're asking to come back to work from age 65 till 135. Uh, of course, now 20 years from now, you know, this stuff you're doing will be old hat and you'll be on to the next cutting edge wave you know you're surfing yeah. the trending waves but let's say for right now you're helping us get our what they call apps right you yeah. would you agree to that that people yeah. at least can because i think we're talking uh shop i think this is over most of my listeners heads so um, folks please don't tune us out just stay <laughs> with us here my, okay, we're going to try bet. to yeah help, help them understand it's about protecting your your private like networking online if like you have art or music or products now the thing is because of the nft market emerging you've got more people out there that are electronically savvy that are just going to take your stuff and screenshot it and post it as an nft and it's already been done they i mean somebody was at the louvre and they took a photograph and they sold it as an nft and i think made thirty five thousand on it so let's wow. say that's so, already been done? Right, yeah. So the traditional traditional artists are not being protected from digital theft, and that's why I created what I created, but it isn't something that just can protect from, from art digital theft. It can protect from any kind of digital theft because the eventual net, network, the way that I will work it, is there will be one PDF booklet, and everybody gets their own PDF booklet. And every time you add a page to your booklet, you duplicate and add it to the main booklet. The main booklet is the social network, but it's a private network that's only accessible through private links and people's private cloud storage. So that way, everybody can view what you have, but nobody's being able to download or take what you have. Now, these people talking about this in India, like you said, BR, but they don't understand your part as an artist, you're going to keep it made in the USA for us right now or not? Um, I'm, I, this is something that could, if you gave me a team of 10 people, I could outfit the entire internet in about two weeks. It's that simplistic. The intake on it takes 10 minutes. Well, I called most of these people to help me, and they all want 15K, meaning $15,000 just to talk to me and my organization has always been ground roots boots on the ground uh what do they call them the uh you know we're in the we're not on the parade we're the ones in the weeds watching well, you know we're the well, poor the people thing, of appalachian mountains and, well what you have to you understand know, the about people that about, know how to play guitars and banjos and uh, mandolins and fiddles you know these are my musicians but I don't know how to – I can't afford to go up there, so I've got to teach them with 
uh, Skype or Zoom. You know what I'm saying in this reality. Right. But they, I'm going to musicians in Nashville have their own way of speaking and music. I need you to help me uh, come up with communications in words that people understand because in digital marketing, most of my people are not developers and they do not want to be, they just want to use their phone and get to the shortest route. You know, most people are lazy. I mean, not to be rude, but they don't want to know all that stuff. It makes their brain hurt. (laughs) What you and I are talking about. I I get you. Um, How can we make it simple? How can we make it simple? It's really, it's, it, simplistically, without visually showing it, it's really hard to simplistically show it. But the basic idea of it is that I I am a traditional artist that applies electronic music. So my part of what I've really been fighting for with my product is because it's an up, uphill battle. I'm an anomaly within the AR world because of the way that I design, because of, I, I code through visuals. And, and it, it's a different thing. So they're my, I, I'm a guy with a feet in both worlds. I, I know how to talk to real artists, and I know how to talk to the tech guys. Um, but the thing is, if you're going to work in the, like you said, you, you, you want to work with somebody, you've got to offer them $15,000. And that's something that you need to understand about the tech industry. It's not a lot of the, the knowledge that you can gain through it. It's not so much that it's hard. It's the language that they use, and it's the way that they present it. But when they leave it elitist like that, that leaves them the ability to charge $12,000 for something that's not worth $12,000. And they know it. It's a game. Well, and, <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of them out there already built into the reality we created for people oh, oh, that I went know. between the musicians and the artists that can't afford it unless they're working with the old school, the way that you know Universal Studios and MGM and Paramount, they all worked with our union writer staff and our musicians. And then they were all, like you said earlier, on, uh, to me before we got on about non-disclosure agreements in other countries, and yep. I am being called back to service globally on this planet because we're in a renaissance time like you're a renaissance man, but we have to go with the flow where we are in time, space, and gravity, and right now we still have 3D people that haven't gone to 5D. They're still here. So I need to get to a language with you and me that I don't mind charging my people 25, but I'm not going to charge them 2,500. But how, you know, this is what they need to understand. Don't you agree that we're, this is very minimal and you have to have 10 people as your, what, what can we have the five man team with lead investigators to the department of justice or something? What's, what's up with 10? Is that going to another level or something? No, I don't think so. It's you just, said it's, ten people. Or you were just using uh, it as an example. As an example of of, of how how small of a staff that you could have to do it. It's, it's basically the way that I made everything is, is they're pretty simplistic files because the thing that you have to understand about augmented reality is that all the things that you add to it has to be pretty low like resolution and low weight. It's meaning like if you have a video, which most people don't understand this, sizes of videos that can go up to twenty megabytes, and a twenty megabyte video is not a very big video and with these mixed reality, even with the 5g, you have to be within certain specs to get things to work inside of it. And what I've taught people, what I'll be, or I will, will be teaching people is to how to use basic graphic design skills and how to apply it to mixed reality um, through platform apps. 
And so you're going to teach them how, how to fish. In other words, you're not going to just feed them. You're going to teach them how to fish. Oh, yeah. If they want to be – well, what are yeah. we going to call these people? Because I can't just take what you do and cut you out of the picture like some of these guys are doing because oh, I'm, I'm not worried about person. that. That's well, why I want what you I, to – I want what you to I'm, own that ace folk life, meaning ace as the best, or ace for art, culture, and education. But take my logo. I'm going to pay you 25 bucks. It's not much, but you know it's all I can afford uh, running a nonprofit. And then I'll, I'll hopefully we'll have people pay in donations for their own brands as you build this, as you build the Ace Folklife uh, Guild, G-U-I-L-D, around mm-hmm. at all these street fairs. We have here in Pensacola, we have them like the Mardi Gras, New Orleans, but you understand artists, street fairs, and my artisans, their culture, they create jewelry. I've got oh, one yeah. here that creates uh, jewelry out of uh, the bridge we paint here. I know it sounds funny, but you know as well as I do how many, like you said, like a bohemian life, all these people, including my daughter that passed, they're like a bohemian, brilliant artist culture. They want to be accepted. Some of them made uh, these, uh, what do they call those uh, dream dream web things? What are those called? Dream Dream weavers? Yeah, my daughter could yeah, she made one that's in my in my bedroom, but before she died, she wanted me to have that dream catcher to remember to help everybody in our nonprofit and all her bohemian religious believe in Christ, you know, people in America. So I don't it's that's the ace and then she had Ascension Church Ohana ACO as well. So I paid eighty seven dollars to file that here in Florida. But the nonprofit, now that is going to be the church, but we can honor that anywhere, I would imagine, on digital networking in New Orleans. Now, how how will we do that? Because it's going to take us, we have to do our design plan with how much it's going to cost us to run this on the profit side of the house and the nonprofit, 50-50 on a dollar base. Now, Cryptocurrency was six levels down with the original Bitcoin, right, in Japan, Shimoto, or whatever his name was, that we can't find out who he is. Now, I've been studying Ethereum around the world and watched the guy go over to Russia, and he's a young guy, too, and he was starving. Of course, he's not now, I imagine, because he's been traveling all over the world teaching Putin and Russia how to use it, and China and Japan, and even the USA. He had a meeting here. And then with, you know, I guess the World Bank. So we're going to keep the banking system, and we're going to keep crypto. We're going to keep it. Well, crypto, this this is part of the network that I'm building. It will actually function through cash and crypto because uh, uh, if you want to go on the NFT market as a digital artist or an NFT auction, uh, which is a non-fungible token auction for art, they're going pretty big now. if you want to do that, you have to open a coin wallet. You can't just submit it, and you're not going to get paid in cash. You get paid in coin. And personally, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that. So, I, I is I mean, that I what no NFT? Problem. Well, yeah, I've got. I'm seeing those in my WordPress. Well, well, so a lot what of is, my what, yeah. Well, what it does is developers it, are using it. Yeah, they've used for centuries. We've used we've used uh, art to determine like economic value. Right, and well, so wonderful. that's what they're doing. 
They're creating right. They're creating <laughs> they're creating these NFTs because they're non fungible tokens. What they are is their currency. What you do is you have a uh, when you make a crypto art market, you end up making your own coin in the end. And then your coin, all those other all the art in your in your gallery is encrypted, but then you also partner with like a larger coin from a bank, which will be well, that's like that's what the, we did with Pogs and it trended for that's how I got wealthy off of my artwork was Pogs in Hawaii. I told you about that. Now I have some friends that think they're big entrepreneurs and making money all over the world right now. And I was per, I was uh, nice enough to be invited to a secret meeting in Dubai. You know, so we have secret meetings with secret groups. Now I didn't have the money to invest, but it was educational, and because I had people in Disney Entertainment and going to Disney. So our entertainment, we were just allowed to tell, see how they were going to do the coin machines, crypto machines. They were buying the ATMs, right? Right. Do you, uh, you may not have been involved, but you said you were uh, involved in uh, out of country, Switzerland and all that. But Dubai is really big on this cryptocurrency. Yeah, I was actually so, speaking to a lawyer from there the other day. She was interested in my crypto market, and she just uh, – <laughs> Well, she was pretty professional, but I was actually one of the best lawyers I've spoken to about it, and she didn't. She just uh, wasn't quite grasping it. And that's the thing about my crypto that it's it's a lot more unconventional than others. And basically, because I'm willing to run cash through it, and what I want is, like you said, my market will run where you'll have your own digital real estate. So within there, you'll have tons of markets of all all sorts, like of of, of anywhere that people can go to. But if you're in there and you're a primary crypto person, what I'll have in there is a crypto exchange, basically an ATM crypto exchange for cash in case you need to buy something for cash. It'll be predominantly cash, but it'll have the offer of crypto in there. So you have your choice. You're not forced one way or the other because people don't like that. And that, and that makes the base of the people that are going to use your, your, your metaverse or your little, your little area there, because people don't like to be forced to use technology if they don't want it. Now, what about PayPal? Because PayPal is allowing me to use some plugins, but plugins can be decrypted. WordFence is, I've been watching that team with the best security, but even WordFence is giving us the best understanding of their security on WordPress because so many of us developers, you know, we're on GitHub, but we also, you know, we use Microsoft, we use Google, of course, and Firefox. And uh, you understand, now, how is that going to affect you and me on our PayPal accounts? Because everybody has their own PayPal that's an entrepreneur online. Uh, you know, I'm speaking to the choir. How is crypto going to affect their PayPal? Because we have to transition. Do you have a Patreon account? You said you do, right? I right do. It's, just not act- it's not active at the moment. I'm just because I'm in transition. I have to set out my account when I'm down there. Um, it. it, it as far as uh, how it's going to affect your pay, I mean, you've got plugins in there already now. If you really look, they've got Google Pay in there already. They're doing um, instead of actually direct pay, which is weird to me because if you go online for Google, you can use a, a Google Pay, but then they I use it Google as Google Pay. Right, I've got they, Google Pay. I've got PayPal. Right, but they lose. What's weird is they now they offer it as a plugin inside your PayPal if you look in the menu, and they added an, and then there's another uh, I think one through Apple that they're that they've got in there. And it, it, well, it, you know, Elon Musk started PayPal, and I guess they're going to keep him. Well, he sold it, but PayPal has got the reputation of working out the kinks in the security. 
I mean, I've, I've gone through back in the day when everybody was PayPal, but we didn't know it wasn't PayPal. So we had to go through the banks and being ripped off with your uh, debunkers or what do they call them? Hackers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it depends on how quick the hackers that do it for fun or get paid in other countries, like on our boating, you know, that's was really yeah. typical. So uh, what's to say yours? And well, I'm, I'm going to invest it in you because I'm an artist, a musician, but a developer. I'm a strange duck, but so are you. So our yeah. art is in, uh, what would you say, in alliance with each other? We're associates. Definitely. And, our- and what I'm doing is is that, is, is that what I'm doing caters to artists. It doesn't cater to people that are in the electronic industry. It does cater to regular people, and that's kind of the whole point. And whether they're people that own businesses or anything, they're people that aren't tech savvy, and it gives them something simple that that, that – introduces them to the eye of augmented reality and mixed reality because it's not it's not easy to understand so what i designed is kind of baby steps through it to teach you it and not only teach you it but like show you it incrementally in a way it's it's built in that way so that it's a little less intimidating for people and that's what i'm trying to do and once the tutorials come out it'll make it a lot a lot more simple i do have i have a qr pay or quick response page that i use as a as a um a cover on all my Facebook pages, and it's basically it goes through uh, as QR codes that are video directs to anything that you want to know about augmented reality and augmented reality assets and virtual reality. I have a one-page like introduction into. I I took every source that I knew that would basically be able to teach you a basic understanding of all the things that go into it on one page. The QRs are. Then there's a part of it being a QR is to introduce people to the idea of scanning QRs because once you get used to that idea, then you get to used to the idea of scanning augmented reality target images, which is the next step. All right. So uh, people are just now because um, my kids just knew how to learn to use it. They're in their 40s and 50s. I'm 70. So that group knows scanning QRs. I only know it when I go through like the donut shop when I'm Sinning, I'm you know I'm not supposed you know I'm like a, right. a bona fide I'm I'm certifying and I'm qualifying people to be in my divine group for being high level ascension masters or being able to be what's called uh, ordained clergy right in my group right. but that's a different evangelist but uh, they call us evangelists that bring people into digital services uh, I don't know if you've noticed that with a lot of people right. My my design. I see myself as that's what I I want to do is mass educate because I've always told people that what I do is very simple. The biggest problem I've had is like refining it down to a simple process because it's 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 simple but it's complicated. I I fine tuned it down to make it easier for everybody else because when you look at the big. When you decide that twenty five dollars isn't enough for a brand uh, because you're the president now of our international art culture education brand and when, you're going to use that i hope to show or teach us all as artists or our authors because we're a niche genre and we don't want to know i know how to develop but i've been doing it since 2004 so right. people come to me to set their websites up but i have teamed up with fix my webs so that will work with our new brand, right? Because Fix My Webs is already well known out there. But right. as Fix My Webs, what they want us to do is add their QR, right? Okay. right? Now, they're calling it adding your application, but these India engineers and EE with me are 
I, I've always my, I was married to an electrical engineer, and their family worked at Grumman NASA. So all the engineers are they don't really understand it, but they know they need one. So you're saying that you take the QR now. How are you going to help them go from QR, which you said like it was Pokemon? Can you sort of explain that to my engineers because they're going to want to try to engineer it and own it. That's just the way they are. They're like architects. Okay, the way that. The way that the portal is presented in the initial portal with the QRs is it will be a GIF. And on the right-hand side of the GIF, there will be a window of the 3D that is rotating. And there will be a QR below that where you can download that. And then to the right of that, there will be a GIF capture of it that you can download for free. And to the left of that, there will be an MP4 that you can download for free. And that the next to that, there will be a PNG. And those are all for promotional purposes purposes for my build and for the companies and that's that's the intro and that's free and then then now Hayakawa, i think it's smart the guy with canva he has those already free in uh, canva canva.com yeah so we're using those is that similar to what in other words they're moving brands they're moving logos in canva.com right. And he was brilliant. I think he started with uh, – uh, who did he start with? I think he started with – not Gates, the other guy, uh, Apple uh, guy, Canva. Jobs. The Jobs, maybe? I think so. Canva. Because yeah, a lot of people like me use Canva because every time I get into something that I'm going to invest in and be with, it's already done a few, through a few million times, right? Yeah. The way that I do things, I I hybrid programs. I'm more of a, the type of person where I utilize a program for one specific portion to get to the eventual end. So it's, I, I do a lot of hybriding because I don't like to rely on one single software because you 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 can bypass a lot of stuff that way. And, and there's a lot of really simple stuff and tools you could do like with, with graphic design that people don't realize you can do because there, there's a, there's a when you when you walk into a digital or a video program, there's a million ways to work it, and you just need to apply it to the way that you want to use it. And it's and and that's and that's basically what I've done. You know, it's like I'm not I'm not doing anything like in my mind that's like super amazing. To other people, it's amazing. But once I show you how I did it, you're like, wow, that's pretty simple. And it's my my stuff is all based off of stop animation. That's that's my my forte. As I am a stop animator, but then I take those stop animation frames or I take clip art. I make them into 3Ds, and then when I make that 3D and I put the QRs on it, I capture it, and then you get those three forms of media that people get for free to press your brand and my brand, and then it goes into that QR sculpture, which will be auctioned off at a later date through a digital auction through eBay, which is another process that I have as far as selling my items. My eventual stores myself, this is the way that it will work. I will only have my Dropbox and eBay and my clothing store. I won't have a website. It will all function off of QRs based off of that network inside of that XR. The future is not even needing a website. That's 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 wow. the way out. I'm gonna be out of business. So No, no, I'll no, no you won't be. It's the same idea, but I mean there are there are there is definitely an application and need for websites. It's not they're not gonna completely go away. But for, for people that are smaller that that are individuals, it's not gonna be so necessary. And like I said with the networks that I'm building, it's really hard to explain as far as the PDF things because most people most people know what a PDF is. But if you had a book that was your own, like basically a website, 
but it's a, it's a website that can only be accessed through your private link. Well, that's because, why you have paid, uh, not paid clergy. Uh, I, uh, we don't have paid clergy. We have uh, paid artists and, and creators. But now, how my, my daughter had Wamby. You may not have seen Wamby on YouTube, but she took stop art and had, uh, you know, on her phone and figured it out for herself. And I thought that was so ingenious about eight or ten years ago. She made this little lammy uh, walk across the floor, climb up in a window, look out the window, and see Kaylee, my granddaughter, in a pool with uh, her, you know. But it's mm-hmm. it looks like it's moving. So that's stop art, right, when you take it yeah. with your phone? Well, how do, how do you uh, – it's not really a trademark because, our, yeah, it's it's your brand and your trademark we're protecting in the video because I do videos. But I don't understand, and she can make my brain understand it. So is it must be beyond – I mean, people do it, but it's time-consuming. So we're going to – how can you help me justify with my mystics, oracles, psychic sages, seers, and my artists and my musicians? We're all in the – art of science but you know how science has to measure everything i need to know that we're going to set up being right and we're not going to gorge anybody like these companies trying to gorge me to talk to me and i did this because i knew you and i were talking that how much they were charging us 15 to 30k i'm like are you kidding me now some of these people want to come back and convince me our organizations, because I try out software and I do interviews, and then I interview IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or, or you know, in the big picture. Yeah. But not everybody knows what I do in assured confidential investigative reports because of non-NDAs. Are now you understand what I'm talking about, don't yeah. you? Not everybody yeah. will. <laughs> Tell people why globally right now, with people like you and me as artists and developers, are we're not coding ones and those, or we're writing uh, HTML, or like you said, maybe MP3, MP4. They understand that. They don't understand all the languages like Python, or God, I don't even know all the new ones now, but uh, C is always what a lot of people want deep coding. What do uh, you I want you to name this something. My daughter called it Wamby. What do you call it? What do I call it? I call it ethereal coding because it's not really coding. It it doesn't work by numbers. Like the way that I do everything is organic and art. Everything that I have encrypted is art based. So that's why it works for artists. It's not going to work for a person that knows zeros and one code. I confuse them. Programmers look at my stuff and they they are fascinated by it, but they don't understand it because they don't have an artistic mind. And that's that's what I built it for. Good. Now, let's keep that in mind because, you know, I had to pay a trademark attorney $500 only to find out he was in Ohio. And the real the real copyright, this was for my original trademark. And in Washington, D.C., we have to pay people to go inside and look at every patent, even though – and trademarking is the same as patenting, which was yeah. hard for my brain to grasp. 
But all these people are used to the old school that we don't have time to do. Like we don't have time to go to brick-and-mortar universities anymore when they're all teaching online on YouTube. And they're all right. – you can go oh, to yeah. class. I watch classes in all these great places and, you know, absorb it. But nobody cares at 70 what I'm learning. But I do want to be able to work with you and people that are doing it to help humanity for human rights and to get these people eating again. So we've got to yeah. come up with something. And I know this is going to be hard on you leaving your family, but we feel like you can sell more of your art in New Orleans and help our association sign people up. If you'll just have a board there with our logo and yours, whether they want to buy one of these or not, the fact that we're helping them. Remember during the hurricane, so many musicians went down with their own money and help these people, you know, but not everybody can afford to go around the world anymore. anymore. So we're going to do this, what do they call We're going to do remote webinars online and help you. <coughs> Did you call me? Let me see if we're dropped. Okay, I've got you twice, but let me see. Hold on. I know what it is. I hit the button. Okay. No, I hit I hit the human right button by mistake. I'm sorry. I thought I did something. I was like, what? <laughs> Let's see. I hope I hope we're still I'm online. Hold on. This happened yesterday. Lord, I hope <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see who this is. This must be yeah. Kent. No, this is Kent. Is this you? Oh, hi, Hello? Deborah. Hey. <laughs> Hey. I was just calling to see if I could get a question answered, but it looks like y'all are in a discussion. No, you can ask away. Oh, okay. I had a very crazy day at work, yes. um, and I feel like somebody is setting me up, and Why's it was that? scary because um, <laughs> I got pulled into a security office. I was getting ready to get questioned. And before I could do that, I said I'd like to, you know, call um, a manager or somebody that could, you know, be present for me. And they said, right. "Are you are you union?" And I said, "No." Uh, and so they said they stopped the meeting, and she had an extra person, but I was by myself, and it looked like I was getting ready to get interrogated. Uh, that's never happened. And so. They, I put my boss on the phone, and she said, well, I have to get this approved to talk to you in front of your boss from corporate. <laughs> so um, I I was just shaken for the rest of the day, and they said, well, until I get that approval, you can go back to work. So I am really wondering what happened. Well, what kind of work are you in? Right now I'm in sales. Whoa. Are you doing medical supplies? No cosmetics. Whoa. So, uh, that was, go ahead. Go ahead. So, what was the actual issue? And why did what were they what were they wanting? I mean, I'm not. We I'm never not got there. This. We never got there. Because once I had a witness with me, they shut it completely down, and they said, "Well, they'll talk to me when they get corporate approval." Whoa. Yeah. So were you cold calling on a company, the cold call in sales? No, I was just doing my job. 
You in human huh. form, though, right? Uh, hmm. I, I just, I just work at a, at a company in, and they release out of a, a big store and I just never had anything like this happen to me. My boss does not like me. Um, and my manager, but my, the one above her, the AE likes me. So I just, I feel like she's going to try to set me up and I don't know if I'm being paranoid or what, but it doesn't feel good. I've never had this before, and I don't want to be set up. Yeah, nobody does. It's, things have been things. Uh, odd things have been happening all year as well to me, and I I don't know. I'd say so. You know, you don't know, and there's really not much you could do before then. I mean, you could wonder, but I don't think you're going to get any real real answers for a minute if you get any at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping the they just they they probably think this is illegal to do this to me, and maybe it'll just drop there. I hope. Uh, Are you telling me that you didn't have anything? You were just doing your job at work. Yeah. Who, who, but you were going into uh, a guarded community or a guarded something? Because I don't no, understand I up, why you were. They stopped. They, uh, I got called on the phone, and they said, hey, can you come upstairs to executive offices? It's on a different floor. And I said, yeah. And I was heading up there, and then I, I'm not supposed to meet with them unless my boss is with me. So I called her. I said, listen, I'm getting called. And I didn't even think anything at first. She said, okay, you can put me on speaker. So I walk in this little room with a a security woman and a random manager from not my area, and they're sitting in a chair. And I'm sitting in a chair, and I'm like, I am in this office, almost like I'm getting ready to get interrogated. So I said, listen, I'm going to put my account executive on the phone. I put her on the phone on speaker because she's in Florida, and they they stopped. They said, why do you need that? I said, well, sh- I work for her. And because they're with a different company, they said, well, we need to have this approved from our corporation. I don't know. I was really oh, scared. Oh, so you're a third party. You're a third right. party contractor. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that explains it. No, a lot of, a lot of companies – because everything's changed in 2021, it is having to do with uh, virtual reality in a lot of ways, folks, and it's hard to understand. But uh, it has to do with Homeland Security and how we're protecting ourselves with made-in-the-USA products in other countries posing as us. I don't want to put – I'm not a fear monger. I don't, you know, I don't like to do fight, flight, or freeze. But they caught you in I the three it. Fs. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. They caught you. Yeah. And uh, you can't play into that fear as long. But you had an ace in the hole by putting a third party for yourself as you're an independent contractor in someone else's real Com- estate company. in the right. old. So you are out there doing. Uh, what we're trying to get rid of is all the brick and mortar where you are strictly third party in cyberspace. So a lot of people are not understanding a lot of this and feel like AI has already taken over some humans, like something out of an old twilight zone. Oh my gosh. That's what it felt like. You're right. Yeah, I know. And it's crazy, isn't it? For us to think like that, but it's like, what is technology's that? been around for a while, though, so it's not really that surprising if they if they did apply that, and it wouldn't be surprising if they were using it. But it's just, just an odd scenario. Well, the, the, the lady, 
that was head of security used to be kind of a friend. And I don't know what happened, but it's like somebody took her personality out and she's a different human. You know, I even had her as my friend on Facebook and I blocked her after. I said, you know, and I just did it to be nice. Well, I want to get along with everybody. I was like, you know what? I don't have to get along with anybody. Block. Especially after today. Wow. Well, unfortunately, with, yeah, it's uh, the fear. We can't play into the fear because we lose. So, okay. you know, they say there's nothing to fear but fear itself. But we have to protect our meat suit, our biological, our carbon-based unit. And I believe that's why the universe has given me Scott Philip Breen here, the Eagle Scout. That's his code name in security now. Mm. <laughs> we told the whole world. But you that's see, nice. this woman is already projecting to you, Scott. What's your first name, if you don't mind Debbie. me asking? Debbie. I go by yeah, Deborah Debbie, you did say Debbie. Don't tell us any more than that, though, Debbie. So, okay. uh, yeah, you, you know, because we don't know, the whole world listens when you're on the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they don't know me. Is this, have you been on my show before, Debbie? No. I just what was made like, you call in today? That's weird. I was just stressed out and, and looking for... Um, somebody nice that maybe had an insight and was hoping that you did. Well, are you a blog talk radio person? Love blog talk. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm into like the why. healing. I'm trying to get the connection. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love blog talk. It's amazing. Uh, okay, okay. And you... So you did you see my brand on Blog Talk? What uh-uh. what attracted you? <laughs> um, the discussion, you know, and hoping that, um, you know, I got a good vibe. You heard us? Yeah, I was listening. <laughs> so you you run sales as a third person as for yeah. for another company. Do you do you do any? I mean, have you ever like sold for yourself? I mean, individually for any kind of product or produced anything? No, for I haven't. No, I haven't. I, I'd like to get away from them for sure. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be it'd be way better to be able. I mean, do you have you ever had an idea for a product? I mean, that you want to do the stuff I want to do is like meditation center or you know stuff that's more holistic and can really help people. That's what I want to do. How about like, a um, virtual like meditation portal? Yeah. I guess I'm just scared. You know, I'm scared to make that jump. Why? I don't there's, know. There's nothing, I mean, the technology, the technology's there, and it's not that difficult. And you really don't have to be scared of it because that's the only. We're at a point where that's what that's the leverage. That's what's going to get people into the future. That's why I do what I do. I mean, I'm a, I'm a straight artist. I'm a normal person, just like you. I, I just taught myself all this stuff, and 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 and. It's out there. If you want to know a question, just YouTube it. You know the answer to a question rather. Anything, you'd be surprised at the things that you can find that are just a simple question you have. You see something online, you're like, when you're curious, just look it up. And that, and For you'll sure. learn more and really quick. And you, you won't think you would. But, I mean, I this year I, wrote, I learned how to write my own NDA. I, I learned how to write a patent. You know, I know what it takes to make a trademark. These are things wow. I taught myself, and it's just it's just a matter of looking it up and 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 going okay, you know, say the well, trademark. You, you know, if you wanted to do that yourself, it's not really that hard to file for for you know, for a trademark. I mean, especially a patent. A 
patent for uh, for you or I or anybody with the micro entity is if you file electronically, it's completely okay. free. Through the, the I actually US, do the have an part. idea. I do have an idea. What's that? For like a sensitive person store. Like products good. that I like that are good for people that are empathic or sensitive that need like a – um, <laughs> Yeah, that – Yeah, that – you know, like when people start waking up, they got to know where to go, and maybe I can help with that. You know, I've been, I've been woken up, and I do, I do want to get out. I don't want to well, leave like this, so I don't want to leave what like I present, this. What I present, in what I do, is it's it's not a real physical store; it's a virtual store. No, I know. I'm. I mean, I just I thought of it. To be honest with you, I was just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay my bills? You know, I've been on my own my whole life. And I'm taking care of my mom, and you know it's there's, it's scary. It's really scary, you know. It's all scary. I drive you know, my I've, mom. I've, everybody's everybody's struggling really hard right now, and even in people in the industry that have the skills, because it's things that are things that are in so much flux right now, and money's in flux in different places, and people are financing things, and people either either you're lean or you're fat right now. There's just there's really not much of an in-between, but I will say this as far as I've been heavily into the AR, VR thing for the last years, and I will tell you this from people that I know that are on the inside track, that in the next year, it is going to boom. We're looking at in the next six months, it's going to boom, and it's really going to change things. It's going to change the Internet as a whole. What I'm presenting is something that that's going to be a little more usable for a person like you to understand what it is. Um, okay. I'll be doing tutorials starting next week. Um, I'll see, I, I can show you how to make an MP4, how to make a, okay. a regular graphic design. And the programs that I do this all with, the, the tutorials, um, GIMP, which is the graphic design program I use, anybody can download it. That is basically Photoshop, and it is free. Wow. And uh, I use Paint 3D, which comes standard in every Microsoft program. And okay. I use a video program called Corel Video Studio that costs $80. And that allows you to make 360-degree videos. And I have, uh, I have a web uh, Facebook page called Channel 19. And there are actually templates on there for augmented reality that you can download to make your own. Like I have tab buttons on there. I have tab. a uh, – Channel 19, you said? Channel 19. Oh, channel. Okay. Uh, All it's right. for COVID nineteen. Channel nineteen. We can get through this together. Okay. Um I didn't I didn't expound upon it too far. I kind of like I, I, I've got my hands on a lot of different worlds, but I, I that was uh, kind of a preemptor to a more of a record label. I came up in avant garde music, so so a lot of the a lot of the media you will see will be a little more more avant garde because and that's been a hard part of my, my journey through this is my aesthetics, the way that my things look don't don't look like everybody else's. They don't look as mainstream. So my the mechanics behind it are are not as apparent to people because they're not looking past the aesthetics. But I actually okay. did that on purpose because I'm protecting my art and protecting my idea because I understood that there's a certain amount of people that aren't going to look at those aesthetics. The right people that are going to look at it are going to know. So it's mm -hmm. you you. I'd say, you know, it starts small. Do, do what you want in a small incremental way. And what I produced is something that you can do, like, really free, cheap. And like I said, the, the Corel Video Studio that costs $80, that also comes in a 30-day free trial. So to initially start, um, those three programs. Tell them how to spell it. How so they can do it. Corel, 
Corel Draw download? Is that what you're telling them? It's Corel Video. It's the Video Studio. Um, it's. it's just I don't even see that one. Uh, yeah. Is it still? Is is? I see all the Corel it's Draws. A, it's a Corel product. If you go, it. if you go to the main site, it. it functions similarly to like how Windows Movie Maker did. It's a really basic program, but it's got all the bells and whistles. I don't even use everything. And that's the other thing you have to understand when you go in those programs, it's really intimidating, but you're only utilizing certain parts of those design programs to do specifically what you want. And once you get your pattern, you get your mode and you get your style, it's easier mm-hmm. to go with that, you know. And yeah, my mother yeah. used it. It's seventy nine ninety nine. My mother was uh, ahead of her time, but she's passed. Yeah, she was very yeah, good. That's, that's a really – yeah, that, I, I went through a lot of video programs, and that's the one I stand by. I, I, it's, 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 it gives you the ability to do anything. Facebook page? What's that? You said that's on your Facebook page. Channel 19 or? or Yeah, you said I can find all the resources on your Facebook page? Some, like, it's, it's hard to explain. The assets that you would put into an augmented reality are there. The pieces. Okay. Um, did did you, were you listening when I explained what, do you know what augmented reality is for one? It's a lot. I'm going to tell you I'm not a technical person, but what I'm going to do no. is go back and listen to this whole podcast because I know you're going to be No, 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 no. Okay, okay. We're, we're going to go back. I'm going to make it simple, put, okay? Put her you, in our club. Put her, look, get, go to our club, and that way we're going to have what he does and put it into $25 increments to get people started so they he can keep – money flowing while he's traveling he's traveling to sign up people with us because he he's he's doing it free it's just like mm-hmm. i do everything free but and it still actually, costs us the actual goal too is the goal that i haven't mentioned too is that when i am down in new orleans part of it is to create a virtual media player that functions throughout the city of new orleans to uh create commerce for the bands that aren't able to play uh-huh. right now i'm making portals okay. for live music um but, wow. But by mapping that throughout, it won't be just that. It'll be a virtual art gallery. It'll be a virtual market that functions through, like, it's like Pokemon Go. But as you're going around, you'll find different tours. I'm in New tours. Orleans. I'm in New Orleans. I'm in oh, New you're Orleans. in New Orleans. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Nice. No I'll be way. down there. I'll be down there, like, later this week. I, it's, it's not the most ideal situation going down there. I got a friend who's lived there for years. He's. <laughs> It's kind of a squat. It's just it's a, a, a spiritual Bohemian lifestyle. Well, yeah. I uh, mean, they I call it minimalistic. Well, well, I went down. I went to down to Noah two years ago, and I was trying to sell uh, augmented reality paintings, and I couldn't find one gallery that would take them because I scared the bejesus out of them. And well, <laughs> they prefer acrylics or oil, don't they? It's not that. It's just that they. When you show somebody an augmented reality painting for the first time, it kind of certain people it frightens them. Because it, well, you it, were it, ahead of your time. You shouldn't be charging for anything less. A friend of mine doing it in California is getting paid $3,500 a piece. Wow. So I right, know but, that the but, market's but, already been set at $3,500. The, the thing out here is where I'm in Michigan, there's not even a market for it. That, that, and that's, and that's, the pro, that's why I'm leaving because there isn't a market for it at all throughout the Midwest. I mean, Chicago's coming up. They Actually, Chicago got one of those volumetric stages. Uh, I, I looked at the map. My buddy shared them. There's like 40 around the, around the the world, and there's about 10 in the country, which means 
they're they're getting ready for an amp up if all those stages are open, which surprises me because uh, Intel's got a stage like that that they had and they shut it down two months ago. So I don't know what what's going on with that. My buddy works for Leap Magic, um, and okay. th- they're do volumetric. I don't know volumetric is this. You, you've seen a green screen room for like for just to make a movie, right? Uh huh. You, know, you know what I'm talking. Yeah. Okay, so then yeah. in that room, say every ten, a couple of feet around it, you have these scanners. They look kind of like stand-up space heaters. Uh-huh. And what you do is you put a band in there, and they play a set, and it captures them real time in a hologram, so that can be jet projected on stages all around the planet. Okay, and it's and it's not the background. They are they putting in the four corners, or did you notice what they were using in virtual reality? Did they use all four corners or just three cameras or one computer? It's what was one, the tool? It's volumetrics. Is, it's it's AR. It's not VR. It, it attaches it to real world. That's the difference between VR. It's like VR, you're going into the environment. AR, you're taking it out and you're transposing digital media into the real world. So you're going to be watching. It'll be like watching a hologram, but you have to have a viewfinder to see it. Like, you know, those- that's what we're, yeah, everybody's going into that. And that is like cryptocurrency is connecting to that. But now you said you're not going to have it six levels down. So how are we going to help people like me, you and Debbie when if we can't just give away our art, this is what we do to make money. And right, Debbie wants right. to get in. And what what so, I'm creating, what I'm creating, what I created, like I said, how I want to buy own individual market in that, in that in that larger market, like my own individual little little art house, right. that's what I'm creating is people's own individual virtual shop within a larger universe. It's a community of shopping community. That's what it will be. But it will be more than just that because the way that mine will function is that I'm not going to ch- – the thing that you got to understand with like VR and AR and stuff like that, most of these people, like when they're making metaverses and stuff, they're competing against each other. But the thing that, – that's not what I'm doing. I'm creating the Grand Central Station for augmented reality. I'm going to invite everybody in. You know what Etsy is, right? E-T-S-Y? Yeah. So you're creating your own in New Orleans. So people, you want a brick-and-mortar office? No. I will work on the street. I will be able to walk up to any artist. How can you do that with 5G? You're going to use your phone to show them, or I don't get your setup. Yeah, I use the phone. A phone and okay. a cheap laptop. That's it. That's all I use. I use a $100 laptop and a crappy phone. That's all you need. Whoa. That's what I've been telling people for years. I was ahead of yeah. my time, I guess. I, <laughs> I, 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 use, I use the basest. I use HP because my 3Ds, they're, they're called GLBs. There's a certain reflective quality in them. Um, Microsoft, I believe, put that out simply because you actually, in, in a 3D paint, there is a mixed reality portal you can test it in where you can watch it floating around in front of yourself. And so I'm assuming that the GLBs, the, 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 they're a certain type of 3D object or rendering that you can use. It's that they reflect light with inside the 3D environment, so they're not so flat looking. And I, I believe that, that, that Microsoft intentionally, like, produced those for someone like me because I do get a reflective quality out of it and understood how it works. They just, they react differently. A lot of the, the programmers I know, like, look at mine and go, how do you get them to do that? I'm like, it's not the same same program and I also have a process in the way that I do it and and and, and it, it's it's a really simple Well you process. think Microsoft has it patented cuz anything they do has got to be from Bill Gates even though he gave up what stepped down I'm What's not sure on? is I'm it VR sure. Well GLB program? is 
a GLB is a type of 3D object. It's a, it's a, it's a 3D rendering. All the, you know, like you got FBX, OBJ, those, those are the, the file type names for like 3D objects that you're putting in those universes. Like when you build a 3D object. An OBG or a GLB is just a different type of it. Like they just have different like reactive qualities within the environment. Are you talking about a format like a binary file or something? A file, GLB file extension? Is that what you're talking about? It's a sculpture. It's a GLB sculpture. It's like a 3D All sculpture. Right. It's an actual rendering. Is that like you see that they're putting together that uh, – how they're pulling together all those gu- uh, plastic guns and those 3D machines? Mm, it's not quite like that. It's it's hard uh, to describe a 3D model Sketchfab, you know. <laughs> a three a 3D model, yeah, Sketchfab is a good. It's just it's a type of 3D object. It's just it's a oh, okay. Type. So you're it's, using like Sketchfab is the. Uh, I don't. Oh, I I use 3D Paint. I don't use anything else. I don't need to use okay. anything else. Um, and that's why I use it because it's a basic program. And I just, just I, I had never actually worked with 3D with 3Ds until about six months ago. I started integrating my animation cells into 3Ds, and they started making really cool 3Ds. So I, I'm I'm big into photogrammetry, which I don't. Do you know what photogrammetry is? I'm not trying to be rude, but do you know or no? It's, it's, no, I don't. It's well, I just know GLB as far as 2D and 3D models. Photogrammetry is used to well, I mean, you can use it to to what it was originally used for, and it was an organic thing. It wasn't. It's been around since like the founding fathers. It's really. It's it's photogrammetry is is um you're using images to uh, map out distances. Oh, okay. But, but photogrammetry is it applies into like we 3D use that imaging. In law. We use right. that in law. I didn't know because we could find oil or, or underground when we used to use our, uh, you know, people, the old folks, they used a willow tree. It's similar to that, but in future language. That's why they call it ET language. Well, the applications <laughs> in, the application for the photogrammetry in 3D is say if you're making a 3D rendering and you want textures on it, when you're, you know, you've got kind of a square blocked out image, but you add those textures over that make it look more real. That's kind of a, that's a that's a version of photogrammetry where you're mapping photographs to a shape to present a 3D image. Wow, this is going to be fun. So how will we get the? But how can we tell people to uh, utilize that in today's time? Okay, for this is how I make the the little the little QR cubes. For one, okay, there's a site called QR Code Generator. All you have to do is go to it. And the link that you want, you copy, you paste it, and you print it, and it gives you a PNG of your QR code. And there's four or five sites like that. The one I like is called QR Code Generator. But anybody can make those for free. It's just most people don't realize that you can do it because there's companies like Smart Label who charge for it, which if Coke ever really figured it out, probably wouldn't be too happy. Oh, wow. So Well... so those are like everything that's on there, and as far as the 3D cubes, okay, they're basically they are a stack of transparent PNG photographs. I create them as 3D objects that are one side of a cube, and then you put the QR in that, and then you you duplicate it four times, make a box out of it. You save that box, and then through Paint 3D, it gives you the ability to capture it as a PNG, as an MP4, and as a GIF, and those will be what's presented in the market as you're like your free downloads of your little 
your little cartoon, your little 3D and all that stuff to promote you. And then that 3D actually goes into the environment for the auction for the bigger piece. And the person who's participated gets the 3D for free for download for themselves to keep. That's how you're uh, setting up your market in New Orleans then is how are you going to keep your customers because you're the artist? Yeah. They like you? Oh, yeah. Because you helped them in the beginning, like somebody with our group. Because I sign up artists, educators, people, and then we help them do the rest, the set I mean, shop it's, online. It's, it's, I can teach it in tutorials, but I, the thing is, the way that I teach, it actually does work better on the ground. It's, uh, it's like her being down there in New Orleans, I could teach her in probably 10 minutes. Well, it's, it's, how does she uh, – well, how do we put you together off of this radio show? Unless Debbie, do you want to sign up with us on our Ace Folk Life group for artists? Well, I, and, I want to go somewhere and check it out. So if okay. you could, like, I'm going to go to Channel 19 and and uh, look at that. Um, I'm just, you know, after you the day I've had, I'm Here's just a, um, thing you can look up. Look up um this this is a, it's called Unite AR. It's an augmented reality platform. It's an augmented reality platform. You get a free trial. Um, and I think they give you five, six targets you can get, and I think you only get like 50 recognitions to test it out. But it gives you a general idea of, I mean, just read through the info, and it kind of, it'll, it'll seem like Greek to you when you first read it. But once you start mm-hmm. seeing my tutorial, because here's the thing. The reason you want Unite AR because I will do I will be doing a tutorial of how to teach you how to use Unite AR. United AR, that's the website. You, just yeah. just Unite, just Unite. They're out of India. They're a, a platform app. They're similar to like um, there's one called Blithar and there's one called Roar AR, but those are more expensive. The thing with okay. uh, the thing with Unite AR, I've done my pricing all across the board for what they offer for the technology. Uh, okay. For what they offer, for the ability to edit, and for what you get out of it, because the way the way these work is okay. Think of it as a virtual YouTube for your stuff, or a virtual what, like a way to display your stuff virtually. Now, you will, there's two ways to do augmented reality. Like I said, the scanning of the image that's a, that 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 holds the data over top. That's target image scanning. And there's also one where it's called ground based that works like uh, it works like Pokemon Go, where you copy and paste the link in your browser. And then all of a sudden, it's there, 3D floating in, in front of you. Okay. But like, like, I, I like Pokemon. It's, it's, <laughs> it's it's a lot easier to see visually once you're doing. It. But like, United AR requires no code, and it's all visual. And even more, that's better than that is that if you um, you get far enough, you can produce your own app on that and publish it on Google Play, and you don't have to code. It's okay. a non-code app. So the whole thing's non-code across the board. And it's, it's a matter of with those platform apps, in, like where I was discussing low weights with files and stuff, that's where that uh-huh. comes into play because your stability of the way that it's going to transmit, how it's going to anchor inside that environment has a lot to do with the weight. And that's why it's so important for XRs and VRs and ARs to have low weight on those because the functionality of it relies upon it. Like I know guys that run that run XRs and like there it's a requirement that your your videos are under 20, 20 megabytes because otherwise you're not going to play in there and they're going to bog down the environment and you won't even be able to open it. It's, that's yeah. the biggest thing. And then that's the thing with the high end people. Okay, they're putting huge assets in there. I'm doing it from the different ends. 
I'm doing it from the end that you're doing it from. And that's, and that's why, uh, that's why it's, it's a powerful tool for people from your edge. And it is, it's just that those companies have not made it easy for average people to figure it out. I have. And, okay. and with Unite AR, it's, I found that that's the simplest and easiest to use. And like with these scans, like uh, that's the way I was going to go. It's like the way that your setup works down there, you pay so much per setting and you get so many scans per month. And then they have United AR. All I get is India. So yeah. uh, did, did you start with India? No, just, yeah, no, yeah. United AR is the first. I started with three different platform apps. I, I just ran the gamut through them because I wanted to find the ones that I liked. That's the best one. United AR is the best one. You can get it on Google Play or you can get it on, on Apple on the App Store, Apple Store. Well, I'm going to listen to the um, the replay. I got United AR. I'm going to check it out. I'm I'm just kind of like burned out from this day. At, you know, I don't know it's, you know, it's just a lot. I, I don't know what's going to happen. So, um, well, but, um, let me ask you this: You know, you didn't take anything, and so somebody has you. You're supposed to, in human resources, have three strikes before you're out. Have you been called to the human no, that was uh, the resources? First time. No, that was oh, it that's was number scary. one. Well, don't. Well then, you need by law. Don't if it's a big company, but you're third party, so they have to. That's why they have to go through your boss because they realized, oh, she doesn't work directly for us. Yeah, it was just that's scary. All that was. Okay. Yeah, I don't, what I don't, did you do? What were you doing at the time? We they, never got there. She never would tell me. I mean, she all right, so serious. she was security. You were on video cam <laughs> doing something. Think about it. What were you doing? I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't mm. know. Do you do you do you have a idea? Uh, where was the video camera of when you when they called you upstairs? Your security friend that knows you that's not blocked. <laughs> that what? Oh, the one that did block me. You mean? Up- I'm saying that you went up to, you didn't say human resources, but that would be probably what it is because you said the security woman, which would mm-hmm. be security. And security, unless she's walking the floor and you know her as a friend or was a friend, what, what, did, she, what did she say or either what did she see on video cameras in this big building? I don't know. I I really don't. I didn't do anything. I really did. So, so are you just a, a, med, a makeup artist professional that sells cosmetics at a very high end store where you're putting makeup on or promoting? It's very high make- end, but it's not cosmetics. It's fragrances. Oh, I've been at that con. Oh yeah, I love that counter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm trying to visualize it as a precog, which sometimes what you're sending over the phone isn't that great. So I could see you know, that that was happening, but okay, so it was fragrances. All right, well, um, I'm thinking that somebody is thinking you took something underneath the counter. So were you digging in your purse, or do they not have you bring in things in a clear I put uh, a bag in you, the back, but... That's what uh, it was, right there. 
but I didn't have anything in the bag. It was just like food and samples. They don't know that. Oh. They don't know that. So but that's what it is. It's a security question, and it's your first time in HR, and your security friend reported it. So she had to be there as the witness that saw you put the bag in the bag. So well, I hope that helps you. Which would explain the discomfort and the, and the, and the weirdness. It was so weird. If she was, if she was the one that had to turn it in, you know, then she probably felt a little awkward, and that might be it. It's probably a guilt issue more than anything. Better than an Android. I know she didn't, she couldn't look at me later, but don't you do you think it'll just be dropped? I mean, I don't want to say I do want to get my own business. Well, you need to be. You need to tell your uh, person. You're uh, in Florida, where I am. What happened? You know that's what it's about because some you don't have to tell her on a radio show that a psychic helped you walk backwards, but right. <laughs> it couldn't hurt. <laughs> but if you're going to keep your job, I'd leave the psychic out of it. But you okay. just needed to find – you just needed time to think about what you did that caught you. Well, I just know what happened, so that's the difference. So, you know, because people in the beginning when they're talking to psychics, they talk cryptic. But you got real comfortable, and uh, but see, when you get comfortable, you do things you wouldn't normally do. So they want to know what was in the bag that was in the bag. <laughs> so that was your food for. Had you come back from lunch? Is there explanation? No, it's like before to lunch. I have like I have like drinks in there, samples in there, but um, I didn't. I I I I feel like. I feel like um, that maybe because it had to go to corporate, it, it'll get dropped, and I'm just, I, I guess I have to keep my notes clean. I'm hoping that it just doesn't get brought back up. Just don't put, remember security, we're on high alert, and I have done security most of my entire life in personnel and information security, so there's no coincidence that you called me out of all That's the cool. blog talk people. So, cool. you know. It worked out where you got all this great information with Scott because do you know that Scott and I have never done radio and he's the perfect co-host. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm I'm trying. So I'll have to invite him to come back every Saturday now. But Debbie, I'd like you to come back too if you're inclined okay. to learn all this stuff. No, I really and, do. Uh, I just, I've been cry- like, like I, I went to lunch and cried. I just. I've never been accused of something like that. And, you know, I just feel I am a comfortable person. I just feel like, you know, like. And that's a, it's the people like you and me that we drop. Even though I've always done this, it's different eyes depending on which hat I'm wearing because I'm very outgoing and I, I have a big, huge aura in a room and people feel it. But remember yeah. that when you are in a building and during this high alert time even though you're an empath empaths drop their their inner and outer at the same time and it makes it for easy to get to know people but it's like you're dropping down your guard your fight flight freeze your 3f right true it's so true and what you did wasn't your fault but they don't know what you're putting in your bag in your bag and security had to report it and that was your so want to be friend on facebook and it's okay it'll work itself out but yeah fortunately for you you called your boss 
that saved you? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm hope my boss is, she's likes me, but she's tough. That's why I like her a lot. But I think when she was in there, they just, they just thought, oh, this girl's smart. She's not going to just like, you know, get set up. But I really felt like I was going to get set up. I really did. Was there any reason for this security woman to not like you on Facebook? Or can you go back and look uh, at any? Against, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, an, I'm a, against her political views, but I would think she'd be cool about uh, it. Ah, there That's you go. Right there. There's you, you, the fire. You nailed it. You yeah. nailed it yourself. And I, I yeah. was Boy. for the person that I was for someone that didn't win, but I have no problem if you voted for the person that win. Well, good for you, you know, good for no, you. All, all the T people and folks, we're not going to say what it really is because my name starts with a T. <laughs> all right, it looks like a cross. Okay, uh-huh. but what we're saying is there is a huge war on the planet. So don't give anybody any free information in our disinformation, misinformation, information, augmented reality to finger you, especially if they work in security and are a friend of yours on Facebook. <laughs> I don't, okay, Debbie? I, mean, Debbie? I, I didn't put anything on there, and I don't. I mean, they know I'm anti-Maxine. Well, let's not... Yeah, let's not do our political or religious okay. affiliations <laughs> in public or on social media, people, because it is that toxic. We are doing it really this is. because this is a uh, learning planet, and you don't need to learn some lessons. You don't need to keep burning your finger, but unless you know, I'm a yogi. You know, I'm a Kriya Yoga from many, many lifetimes, so uh, I'm here impersonating a human in a biological container being that I work universally very strange and I don't do any drugs. So this is me normally. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. You've got to remember that there are people of all kind of people that walk this planet from other planets. Okay. You're right. Other universes. And a lot of them are trickier than others. And you don't know, while you're being in service to others, taking care of yourself, if you are all of a sudden caught up in a political war, that is based on what social media is feeding the people to play inside the Matrix. And you saw the movie Matrix, right? Yeah, and the zombie movies, too. Well, I hate that word because that was so overdone. But yeah, we're still have we still need the meat suit. So this is a learning planet and this was the lesson that you needed to learn. Now, don't do it again, but please get you know, you get I'm but a I life I still coach, don't know what I did. I mean, I still I mean I, just, I, I mean I brought a bag two, every day. Every single day I bring a bag and nobody's ever stopped but, me before. I wonder but if the, security Oh, yeah, but what if security was responsible for something and wanted to draw attention away? Yeah, the setup. You don't yeah. know which angle she is apprising you at because you said the fire is the politics. Yeah. So you know the politics on your Facebook that you had to block because she's in security, and you don't know because she wouldn't even look at you, but your inner soul said, 
I need to block this person because you don't normally block people, right, on Facebook? Not really. Not really. I'm really cool with if you're with for someone I'm not. It's a free country still, almost. You know what I mean? Well, it it used to be. But in digital <laughs> networking, it's free social media until we're slaves to it. So we have become programmed to be slaves, and that's the way they want us. So as long as we're slaves to the social media, we're going to keep feeding it. So which I gotta get wolf off. do you want to feed? Think Not about that one. Which well, you can still do Facebook for your family or friends for photos and stuff. But remember, the whole world's watching. And Facebook, as as much as we love Facebook, and I'm a Facebook person, but I don't go on there. I go on the back end as a developer. Uh, people were telling me you were just on Facebook, and I got tired of being told what I where I was when I wasn't. And I realized Ooh. that well, I'm a you know I'm on the back end, they're on the front end. So I didn't realize that the world was already in reverse. But people don't know that people can get into the internet languages without. Well, we're not talking the same language. We're both on Facebook, but I'm on the back end as a developer. They're on the front end as a user on their phone, including my sister. Okay. So my sister was calling me a liar, and it really upset me because this was years, you know, a few years back that I had to go through this. What's going on? Why are people acting so? Rude, and it's because many people are not speaking the same language. So true. And this security person is speaking her language with her, what she sees and knows, and she's trying to educate people probably with herself on Facebook, and so are you. But what happens is that fire that's been breeded, especially in the USA, is since 2020 in our election. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. there are more than two camps. There, people forget there is the Russian camp, the Chinese camp, the Iranian, right. the Pakistani, the uh, Palestinian, the Israel, all those 100 – I've forgotten. I've lost count of how many countries we've got. But a lot of those are impersonators on Facebook and oh, LinkedIn and any social media. So hmm. – how you called in, though, was you wanted to know what's going on. And that is the first question people usually ask, what's going on. But, Scott, you've been an excellent uh, Thank person you so coming much. on the first Debbie, yeah, Debbie with you it. being in New Orleans, there's no coincidence. Would you yeah. – uh, I'd like to see you guys stay in contact. Oh, I'm uh, going to go to the website I, now, too, and the chat. Gonna, I mean, we'll – I'm gonna go later, but Channel 19. Yeah. Channel 19's more base, but I'm like I said, I'll be doing more tutorials, and they'll be through the Channel 19 page because I do have like four or five pages on Facebook because I'm a content creator as well. Like I'm a concept designer. Um, okay. So I make like cartoons and just I, I create concepts from the ground well, up. I just ideas. Because my brain is so mushy right now, I didn't even tell y'all. I'm a, my background is in television, so um, okay. there's. Yeah, so, yeah, I just, I don't know, maybe the universe is kicking my booty just to stop doing, you know, just maybe, stop. Maybe the universe sent you me because I am camera shy. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, Scott. Wow, look at this, Debbie. This is amazing. Now, I make videos, Debbie, on YouTube, but I just started because, oh, I've done oh, wow. YouTube 
since 2004, but nobody, I never told anybody, so I've got hundreds of YouTubes. But uh-huh. I don't know what to do with all this social media I've built through the years out of just that wanting something to do. So uh-huh. then Scott's doing it, and I asked him if he'd be president of my Ace Folklife Club that I started with uh, in the Ohio County and all those people. The Smithsonian wanted people to go out and collect their voices or what they do, and they put it for free in the Smithsonian. So we just collected. What did you do in television? Did you Were you in front I of the wrote, camera? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I worked on a magazine show, but I was in uh, front, and then I mostly um, – I was uh, a writer a bit. I would go out and get voiceover and – I worked in news, which, oh, my gosh, I hated it. You know, I don't know why I was in that, but that was my background in college. So then I actually started working in movies, and the reason I got into cosmetic was really fragrance sales is because someone said I knew someone that was doing it, and they won a trip to Paris, you know, that was way before COVID. And I thought, I'm going, and I won it twice, but then I kind of didn't get out, you know. It's just one of those things. And I'm actually the top salesperson, and I'm always taking a hit on the back, always. I mean, I'm always having to watch myself, you know, so. I think if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're looking at top sales and, and you know you can come up with a product, you really should, because if you're that good of a seller, you should be selling for you. That's I think the whole thing my right energy, there. though. It's my, like she said, how people feel you. Like the other two ladies I work with, they don't understand why people are drawn to me. So people will just come up to me and be like, oh, I love Miss Deb, you know. And I guess I'm just sincere. I really, I think it has to be energy because they're, the other two ladies I work with are extremely toxic. I mean, extremely toxic ladies. And, I mean, I could go into That's why I suspected that one of them was kind of behind this. Like, Maybe somebody wrote a letter. Ah. Somebody wrote a letter, you know, um, saying well, something. That... It's pretty upbeat and vivacious, and and people that aren't generally don't like that, and, and it bothers them because they're not that way. And it's that simple. It's it's really well, sad and true, but it's simple. I don't like their energy as much as they don't like mine. <laughs> right, and that, and that's, that's I get fair sick. to say. I do get sick. You know, I, I'll get ill. I'd say, you know, you're down in New Orleans. You've got more opportunities to, to expound upon your ideas that are creative than any, probably almost any other city in the U.S. So, I mean, you've got a you've got a good start there, just being in the right place. What I what okay. I'll be doing over the over the next month is creating that the, the the world player, the virtual player. I'm talking throughout the French Quarter. Okay. Um, I I mapped uh, two years ago. Uh, at, off of Barrett, there's a coffee shop down there, uh, right in the French Quarter. But there's across from this coffee shop, I can't remember the name of it. I did a brick wall with a piece of graffiti on it, and I mapped it, and I put a, a video from a guy from Indonesia. Did a portal okay. there. That was there's there. a lot of it's not there. Spirits no, in the French yeah. Quarter. It's a very hard place to be in sometimes. Nah, not for me. Okay. I had fun when I was down there. I my buddy lives <laughs> just outside the. My buddy lives right just outside the French Quarter. When I got in there, I don't know. It was like a death in water. I, I, okay. I felt at home in that city more okay. than I've ever felt home anywhere in my life. Uh, okay. Well, Danny, since, since you're in TV and you're in New Orleans, why don't you join me weekly and do co-hosting? It's I can't pay you, but you can come help if you've got time. Well, I mean, tonight I got off a little bit early, but, yeah, I could join you again. That would be fine. 
All right, but you said you love BTR, and I'm right here, so okay. I do yeah. uh, different nights for different things, and uh, my co-host, Ken, in New Mexico, he's the astronaut Ralph Kennedy Johnston. He was a civil astronaut at NASA and goes way back with me in Houston in 69, but, uh, you know, if you've, you're an empath, and I do, you know, help people in art, culture, education, but also... I'm asking for people on my Patreon to be mystics, oracles, psychic sages, seers, and shamans. So I'm hoping they'll get the idea. Even if they're an empath, it means them too. But maybe I'll have to go add that. But, yeah, you come back. And, of course, uh, you know this guy, Scott, since I asked him to be president. And he just said, okay. (laughs) He didn't know what he was getting into. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it'll be. It will be. Uh, we've only got seven minutes left. And, Thank now, you is it so really much. about eight thirty? I don't know. Thank Are we going to be? Is this a good time or a bad nap time? <laughs> Shall we make it later? Oh. I haven't been doing Saturdays. But Debbie, if you'll um, come back and help, and Scott, because y'all can be the New Orleans crew. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that sounds fun. I'd love to. I don't, you know, I get messages, but I don't get them. Sometimes they just happen. So, you know, if I get a message that I re, re, will relate to somebody, and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, how you knew that?" Well, it's usually I don't, you know, I sometimes I don't know how it comes, but I can I can help. I really, you know, I'll definitely try. Document document as you go, and I can add it into whatever I can. I I, I do full on production for everything. Okay. So. And Scott's cool. going to be the man on the street, which I don't, you, maybe you can help him. You don't have room in your home. Can you set up a home office, or you already have one because of the Florida lady? Do you already have um, a home office? I have a little desk, but no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sharing my ha- my apartment with my mom right now. So okay, so tight. you don't. A good part of the process of what I'm doing, but it's it is it is literally street art and will be done on the streets. It has a lot to do with uh, uh COVID era. Uh, in the uh, New Orleans relies on live art. It's the part of the city and live what? entertainment. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do is to create ways where people can uh, experience those things. And we okay. can connect with the artists down there to present those things in a COVID safe environment to bring back commerce to New Orleans in a different way. Awesome. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, Debbie, no, I was going to say, something. do you want to do, um, like a program of some sort? Is that what you want to yeah. do with your content? Okay. Um, yeah, I want to do something to... that with him, but I want him to sign people up that are author, authors of their own book or artists or doing okay. digital. But I've always told people they just need a phone. They don't even need a computer to get to me because a lot of people don't like what I do as a web developer, you know. So they do like art. And so I have okay. a lot of friends that are – and they like psychic readings. People like me to do readings for them. So uh, right here in Pensacola, I don't go down, but we have great street fairs. We have, uh, you know, artists, and people are asking me down. I, I've got friends that talk to me and want me to come look at all their products. They set up cool. at those little 10 by 10s or 10 by 20s and have the canvas and the poles. You know what I'm talking about. Street. Yeah, yeah. We have street festivals. Oh, and then you know you, mm-hmm, sorry, go ahead. If you if you guys look me up at LinkedIn too, that's a that's a more the stuff that's being posted on LinkedIn is more current with what I'm talking about. I, I, okay. I haven't been 
I haven't been as present on Facebook lately. Um, my my Facebook changed recently, and I think I told Juice about that. It's it's kind of like a celebrity click hole. It's weird. I've I, I two of my pages updated like that about a month ago, where I can't see any of my friends. I can't message them, but all I can see is celebrities. Well, new artist uh, for fr- Saturdays will be Ace Folk Life. Some people don't understand folk life, but folks, especially our street fairs, and we have a, in Washington D.C. with the Smithsonian. But they, I, I don't know how to sell folk life except on the street, street art, street festivals. Oh, and that's the thing is that this is going to be a conduit to do the same thing, but virtually. And that's yeah, virtually street be, art. And, and that's well, going to be the beauty of it is that you'll it'll it'll be a way where uh, you can take everything that is on the street and create a 3D sculpture of it and kind of go into it. That's what. The, can you help here. me? When, I'll have to. I'm 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 the Pensacola one, but you know during COVID nineteen, I'm I I can't help that I didn't get out and help people like I usually do. Uh, it's it's go on the street, pick up their card, take a picture of their setup put them on the internet for them if they don't have a website, you know, and then if they do, I charge them $25 to be in my club and I give them a page and like I'm doing for Scott, you know, but Scott doesn't have his uh, a recent photo. So all I ask you to send me, Debbie, is your photo, like a, you know, something I want people to, you know, be recognized in our group. So I've got a, uh-huh. a spirit guide. I've got spirit and spirituality and wellness, uh, magazine, and I'm, I'm just getting it started again, and I've got Spirit Guide, I've got, uh, oh, what is it called, Mystic Guide, and I've got Esoteric Guide for last night, and then like on YouTube, that. just go to Teresa J. Morris Host, and okay. then it's just, it's uh, it cost me a lot of money, but I was giving it all up because of COVID-20, and I, you know, I'm at home, and I'm, I'm retired, and I've just do this for fun so it's a hobby but if ace folk life if i have people that are they're going back into the street again we can make it work in new orleans so scott just told me well i'm going to new orleans and we can do it there i was like cool you know okay so if if you touch base maybe scott uh you can meet her back here if if you know, I can't make anybody do anything. It's strictly a hobby, radio so, hobby. That's that's fine. I mean, I I I will be down in New Orleans by like late next week, and I'll be working by then. And most of the setup that I'll have done will probably be done within the following week because this is all it's all integrated and done and ready to flow. It's just a matter of the pro the the templates are there. I just have to add art and build. It, it's well, already, you don't know what kind of uh, how are you. Can you do a radio show with anybody you meet on the street at uh, McDonald's? Or is there a McDonald's on Bourbon Street where you're hanging out? I don't even know. Uh, not uh, really. No, there's yeah, one on there's Canal, a, but uh, Wi-Fi signals are really that. hard too. Uh, you hit a lot of you hit a lot of black spots with Wi-Fi signals in New Orleans too, which is kind of kind of funky just because the the, the geo positioning. But um. Well, we're very bohemian. You'll have to figure out we're, you know, the gypsy minimalist people well, in New Orleans. Well, and oh, you just go down to the you go down to the to the, to the square, <laughs> you know. You go to the uh-huh. art places. Um, and and it's, I when I when I was down there, most people didn't realize I wasn't from New Orleans. I'm I I I travel with a backpack, and I ride a bicycle, and I don't look like a businessman, and I look like the least 
likely person to be doing what I'm doing, but that's why I do it that way. Because well, I've that's how them. people go all over the world for years and years. They work their way across countries, and we have a lot of people that do that in New Orleans, backpack and bicycles. So uh, you may, I've got a meetup group. Uh, it's sci- science fiction writers here in Gulf Breeze. I've already paid the 50 bucks for six months, but we can use the meetup group if we need to. I've got all kind of resources that you guys could use, but do it, Debbie, part-time that your soul or your spirit or whatever had you call in because you like BTR. That's why I wanted to know the sale marketing questions because I'm not much into the sales, but you are. You, But you sell cosmetics for a company here in Fragrances. Florida. Fragrances. <laughs> Fragrances. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I used to make fragrances and pick them up by vats when I was a yeah. big truck driver. I picked up up there up north a lot and bring them down south. Uh, oh, big really? Big containers. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's uh, I had, I had uh, you know how they use them in candles, too? And then yeah, oh, yeah, we all sell candles. Of- we sell lipsticks. We sell creams. Um it's not my background, but I don't, you know, I don't know why. I just got all caught up in it. I don't know. And then I'm, I'm like, what am I doing here? These are not my people. <laughs> they are not my people. But if it's something that you gravitated to, there's probably more of a reason why you just did. I didn't, I didn't particularly like seek out what I'm doing. I just kind of found it. It's, and then awesome. most people, when they find, they find it, they just find it, and it just takes a while. I mean, I took well, years always, to find, to find at home with come- something, you know. Yeah, they always What's come that? to me and say, "You're a healer. You're a healer. You're a healer." But I take on, so I've, I've, I've honestly just not gone that direction because I just take it on, and I don't want to take it on. So I just backed mm-hmm. away. You know, I backed away from it. <laughs> well, fragrances are so important. I keep incense and candles here, but uh, I studied fragrances in Hawaii when I started this first psychic network in the Ascension Center. So who knows? You, we'll just have to get you involved. And if you guys want to use this resource Saturdays, I just need to know what time. But uh, normally I do uh, my hours are 10 a.m. till 7 p.m. Central to be in line with my friends in India and Pakistan that helped me do developing and coding, right, and what I can't do. But okay. uh, if y'all is, but you don't get home till after six. Yeah, six sometimes Saturday. seven. Sometimes seven. It just depends on my schedule. I'd like to do Darn. it though. Like, you know, I would. Well, I would we can like make to... it seven to nine central if you want to. Okay. Uh, but I have to be consistent. You know how BTR is, but uh, yeah. it'll be after dark for. Uh, Scott, but uh, Scott, we don't know where you're going to be next Saturday. You, but uh, why don't you both stay in touch? Oh, go to Scott Bring. That's he's real good at watching his LinkedIn. What he said. So okay. Debbie, it's Scott B R E E N. Is that it, Scott? How you Bring? and I work in B with a B, like okay. Boyle, Bravo, Alpha. Is it Alpha okay. Bravo Charlie Delta? Is that it, Scott? I think we lost him. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, you're right. I'll, I'll call next week and and yeah, let's try it. Okay, I don't know how he got kicked off, but he was talking. All right, Scott Breen and Debbie, we'll just try it. No commitment, you know. It's a free hobbies, 
thing I do to help people. Uh, it's non my nonprofit, and uh, I haven't made a cent at it. I've always cost me, you know. I've paid it. I've been nine years June, and uh, oh so wow! I, I think I'm got, not going to pay it to save money during even 2020. But I kept it going, so now I said, well, it's going to be nine years June. I might as well just keep it going. So. For all those people that are my, my, like you said, they're my people, my tribe. <laughs> okay. Thank all you right. so well, you much. Come back. Yeah, okay. you got the number now. You know, do you need to write it down so you'll know? No, I got it. I got in. it on my phone. The all number right. for the well, show? Yeah, your... I got it. Okay, thank all you right. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here and love and light and uh Scott is on Scott Breen, B-R-E-E-N, on LinkedIn. We are, uh, he's the president, and the next three years of Ace Folk Life uh, Guild for our artists, G-U-I-L-D, artists and musicians especially. And uh, we're going to do our best to uh, have you in the ACO Association or the Art T.J. Morris CT Radio right here, folks. Thank you so much, and uh, we will see you next Saturday right here, same time, same station. Oh, we could be tomorrow if my people show up for Sunday. That's uh, Richard T. Knight, Pastor Rich, Pastor Ken, and Pastor G.G., but it'll probably uh, happen, but I just can't tell you what time. Love and light, everybody. Thank you for being my listeners. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow.